Hi family, uh, guys, I don't know if there was ever a time in your life that you actually undergo some real testing of faith experience, some trying times. You see, the thing is, we always talk about us being attacked by the devil so much that whenever we face trials that could actually produce a greater good within us, we are not able to appreciate it or to see it. You see, not all trial comes to take from us. But on the contrary, some may come to work patience within us, character at the same time. Do we even take the scripture at its words? That even what the enemy meant for bad, that God will use it for our good. And by the way, if you're listening to me for the very first time, I am Dion Ray Anderson, the host of the Dion Ray's podcast. Welcome. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to my podcast. My aim is to bring episodes to you that will not only bring you to Christ or open your hearts to Jesus, but while you are in the faith, give you a better understanding of purpose in the faith. We tackle issues for the growth of the saints. And so today, we're looking at a topic called under pressure. And I know as you would speculate from the topic, we will be looking at trials from a different angle. Now, a year ago, I went through one of the worst experiences that a young person at my age could ever endure. In the midst of what seemed to be my worst experience, I encountered the love of God, the peace of God, the joy of God, and the blessings of the Lord. It was as if, though I was under pressure, God was creating a way for my eyes to be open, for me to see Him clearly, regardless of the storm. And through my own experience, I learned so much about the Holy Spirit within that one year. Some of the things that I learned was that God will not despise a broken and a contrite heart. And so if you're broken, you have an opportunity to know God and to experience the supernatural. The other thing that I learned, that pressure taught me that I cannot do this life alone and that God should be my main source. I also learned that gratefulness is good when it comes on to God. It's like my trials created a pathway for me to seek God and labor in prayer and tears. Because I thought that I was just, it was just too much for me. And then Romans 8 and 28 began to come to me as a revelation. That all things, whether good or bad, will work together for my good. Because I have a purpose in Jesus and I love the Lord. And so I have said all of this for you to understand that. I feel pain too. I know what it means to question your very own existence as Job did. I know what pressure feels like. But I just want to remind you that it's going to work for your good. And so I strongly believe that not everything is an attack. You see, if we continue to say that it's an attack, we will, we will miss the purpose of why we were being tried even in the very first place. 
And so our mindset towards trials sometimes have to be changed. And listen, I am not saying that your pressure is not an attack. But what I'm saying is discern it well. Ask the Lord, what is this that I am facing? And what am I to learn from this? You see, our approach is very important to our growth. And this is what a lot of people miss. In fact, I missed this too until last year. I learned that our approach to certain things will determine how far we get ahead. And so if we respond to every trial and situation in pride, we will never learn anything. If we quit when we are undergoing trials, we will never learn anything. Because if we quit the process, nothing will be produced in us. If we complain too much, we will never grow in anything. However, if we respond in patience and endure, we will be elevated. Listen, I had learned this this year ago. If I had learned all of this that I'm saying now, years ago, I would have stood up to most of my trials without quitting. And I'm speaking to all the quitters out there who quits under pressure. Yes, I'm talking to you. God wants to produce a greater you. He wants to build you and to shape you and to work on your character. But if you keep quitting, you may have to redo the test. Listen, I know it's hard. I know it's heavy. And I know what it feels like to undergo pressure. But the finished product will be world-changing. And so we have to have honest and open conversations with ourselves first. What is it that's in me that the Lord needs to get out so that he can elevate me? Think about it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That seems a lot, right? A little pride here and there. A little cussing here and there. Because some of us suffers even from the spirit of profanity. And that's just truth. <laughs> and so God will have to deal with us on that note before, he, before we create chaos at a higher level. And so we should understand that we are not relying in our own strength and abilities, but with God's strength. You have the ability to determine the outcome of the pressure. You see, the three Hebrew boys in the book of Daniel, when they went under pressure, it proved their faith. It proved how faithful they were to their God. Can you imagine? You would prefer to get burned rather than to bow to an idol? It wasn't easy. Their faith was tested and proven, even in the eyes of the king. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus, who is watching your life and hoping to see you fall because the king was watching and hoping that the three Hebrew boys would have burned but God showed up but God delivered them and proved to them and to the king and all those who were there that he is Lord who is watching your life who is watching your life to see the God through your life To experience the God through your life, to your trials, to your situation. You know, Job said something remarkable to God after God visited him while he was enduring his trials. Job said, I have heard about you with my ears, Lord, 
but now my eyes have seen you. So some pressure may reveal to us aspects of God that we were, we were yet to know. Now take your eyes off the pressure and get it on the Lord. Because there is something that he wants to reveal to you. Now Job was living the right way and in right standing with God. But now his pressure pushed him into experiencing God's voice and his ways. So God revealed something to Job. God revealed himself to Job. Listen, think about it this way. There is something in it for you. And so like I mentioned earlier, there are takeaways from our pressure. I know you may have lost your job. Your mother may have passed. People turned against you in your job. And so many more things. But stop and ask the Lord, what are you building me for? This is an honest question that many of us need to ask the Lord. What are you building me for? Lord, what are you building me for? I went through so much and I I know it's not for nothing. It's for something. What is it that you are building me for? Are you building me to send me to the fatherless? Are you building me to send me to the motherless? Are you building me to, to, what are you building me for? I want you to look at this. What comes after God people faces trials and pressure? Look at this. The children of Israel, they came from slavery to freedom. Joseph from the pit to the prison to the palace. Daniel from the lions then to numerous elevations. You see, I believe that the Lord will indeed bring us over into a place of abundance. Listen, your pressure does not define you. Oh, the glory that is coming is greater. Rest your heart in that. Psalm 66, 10 to 12. David was praising God for his awesome works. And David said, for you, O Lord, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid afflictions on our backs. You have caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but you brought us out into the abundance. Abundance is coming. Thank you, Jesus. And so I want to encourage you. There's abundance over the other side. Take heart. God is about to blow your mind afterwards. Now, having said all this, I want us to be conscious of a few things that we endure. The pressure that God may have us to go through. Change that mindset. Now, we have a tendency as people to credit our trials to the work of the devil at all times. But sometimes we are being tested to be shaped. Ask yourself first, what is it that God wants to produce in me? Then you'll be able to have a change of heart about it. Your heart will be changed about what you're going through. Because now you're open to honest conversation with yourself and with the Lord. While you endure, ask the Lord for strategies. And this is something that I've learned even in this year. God, (laughs) what am I to do? What are the the things that I am to do to, 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 to get through this? What strategies am I to use? And when you approach things like this, you will learn and grow. You know, in fact, you are going to be built 
that trivial trials won't affect you at all. Sometimes we will need strategies to go through our pressures. And so I've learned even in this year to ask the Lord for strategies, strategies. You're not always going to have it easy. There are times when you will have to ask God, what strategy do I need? Oh, I'm sure like for pastors who are out there and for ministers of the gospels, those people with so many rebellious people in their ministry and so many trials, I'm sure that they have to go to God and say, Lord, what am I to do? How am I to handle your people that you have given me? I want you to give me strategies of how to deal with these people who need deliverance. These people who are fatherless and are motherless. There are strategies in God in how to deal with our situation. That's what I'm saying. No, the other thing that we should bear in mind is to stay the course. Good God. Did you hear that, quitters? You have to stay the course. Yes, you are going under pressure. Yes, you are under pressure. Yes, you are going through a lot. But you have to stay the course. Don't run from it. Don't quit. Don't quit. There's something that God wants to produce in you. It's not time to run. It's not time to quit. But it's time to stay the course. Come out of self-denial and agree with the process. Sometimes we tend to reserve that little part of us that needs to be that we need to be loose from so much that we would disagree with our process just to keep that part of us. <laughs> we want to keep that pride. We want to keep that selfishness. We want to keep us. We want to keep us. And God is saying, let it go. Let it go. You can't go where you're going with it. You need to let it go so that I may produce my good in you. We can't keep it. We have to let it go so that God may produce his good within us. Yes, stop complaining is the other one. Go through it and endure. I know it's hard to hear that because how uncomfortable pressures can become. It blocks you from being grateful and from seeing the way. It shows that you're not grateful when you're complaining. And that's what the children of Israel did not understand. They were so rebellious. That even when the Lord, even when the Lord took them from slavery, they were just complaining. God, I'm thirsty. God, I'm this. Where is Moses? Yet they could not stop complaining. And that shows that you're not grateful. So we have to cut off these things. Look at it. Check our lives. Am I complaining too much? I know it's hard. I know the pressure is hard. But we got to stop complaining. So the scripture says that in all things give thanks. For this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. You cannot have a grateful heart towards nothing if you keep on complaining. The Bible says in all things that we should give thanks. Trust that God is working out all things for your good. Bottom line, guys. We are loved by our Father and whatever He does, He's always doing it for the good of His children. Jesus asked, what manner of man? That His children ask for bread and He gives stone. How much more? So will our Father in heaven give good gifts to us. And so God's plan is always for us to prosper and to bring us to an expected end. You know, one of the things that I always remind myself as a person and just in life in general, <laughs> I always think good toward God, towards what God thinks towards me. 
So I always say, for instance, that God is love and that God cannot do anything outside of who he is. You see, that keeps me. That keeps my mind focused and that just keeps me in God's ways because I'm able to trust him regardless. That's what it does. Keeps me in trusting God that he cannot do anything outside of who he is. God is love. He loves us. He's a covenant keeping God. So when we remember all of that, we're not swayed by anything because we, we know whom we trust in. And so though you are under pressure, remember always that I have an expected end in Christ Jesus. Thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless you. May God keep you. I mean, as people, we have endured coronavirus. <laughs> We've gone through COVID-19 last year at the peak of it. And God has kept us. How much more will he keep us through every single trials that we may go through? God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening.